Hey, hey, welcome to another podcast show, episode, TV show, whatever you want to call it, of <laughs> Christian Women in Business. I'm excited to have this beautiful lady on the podcast show this morning. Um, it's always great when you can interact with people from all over the world, like not just in Australia, not just in the UK, but all over. So this beautiful lady loves helping women find freedom and having unashamed faith by being their true authentic self and her favorite thing to do on the weekend is being on the beach with friends journaling and worshiping so welcome to the show nick marie yes thank you so much for having me i am so honored and excited to be here so hello to all of you ladies that are tuning in i love it <laughs> and where are you in the world I am in beautiful, my favorite place, sunny San Diego. I'm 30 minutes away from Mexico. It's the yeah, weirdest wow. thing. Growing up in the Midwest and then now being like, oh, I can just go to Mexico this afternoon if I want to. It's like, oh, that's just such a strange feeling. But I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, we love the beach here in Australia for sure. For mm -hmm. sure. So you are helping women. Um, having freedom with their unashamed faith can you share with us your story from the beginning of your journey and then how you ended up here today because i understand you've had some businesses god's told you to close the door and yeah. now you're doing this so take us on that journey and inspire yeah. us i am a girl i grew up in wisconsin so if anybody knows it's mm. literally dead center of the united states um right on lake michigan most of the time it is freezing about six to nine months out of the year. We get sunshine for a very small span. I shouldn't say that. We have sun throughout the year, but yeah. sometimes it's well, negative 30 degrees, right? Yeah. So it. I just finally got to a point where I was like, I am so fed up with this. I couldn't handle it. But grassroots girl being in the Midwest um, honestly had such a crazy up and down childhood. Uh, there was always this pull on my heart to have a relationship with God, to be drawn to the church, grew up non-denominational along with Catholic in my mid to early twenties, throwing some Lutheran in there. Cause it was like, where can I go and just be pulled? Right. <laughs> He's on my heart, but never a relationship. Um, and, and in all honesty, I grew up with a father who was an alcoholic, um, who was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, depression, had a lot of anger, had a lot of stuff. We had a very dysfunctional and through that, I was also diagnosed. So diagnosed, same thing, bipolar depression, multiple personality disorder, actually had multiple attempts at suicide, self-mutilation. I mean, full on now as an adult and now knowing God, living under demonic oppression. Um, in my late teens, I got this pull on my heart to want to be on the West Coast. Didn't know what that looks like. Didn't know what that meant. But I remember just being like, I don't want to be in Wisconsin anymore. I can't stand the people here. I'm going to the West Coast. They're going to be way better. <laughs> um, and I'm like, people are people is what you learn no matter where you live. Yeah, um, but I knew there was this dream on my heart that I always wanted to speak on stage. I wanted to inspire people. I wanted to help people. Didn't know what that was going to look like. I was just a girl jumping around. I was doing hair at the time, doing just different random jobs. And um, so finally, after going through ups and downs and series of living a crazy 
ultimately sinful life. Yeah. Um, and right. You know, sex, drugs, rock and roll, literally that whole lifestyle. Um, finally just got inspired, went through a breakup and I flew to San Diego kind of last minute, stayed out here for a couple days and fell in love. And I just knew in my heart, this is where I'm supposed to be. This has something for me. I fit here. And so I decided to come out here, came back, Two months later, got, not even two months later, a month and a half, got a job on the spot. And I was like, all right, that's it. I'm moving, went home, packed up all my stuff, sold half of it, whatever I could fit in my car and drove out to San Diego. That's awesome. And I was like, all right, this is great. But just doing a basic, doing a basic sales job, doing kind of like, I'll hike, I'll enjoy this, I'll figure this out, but still never felt right never felt settled. Then jumped to another sales job, just through networking, great opportunity that came in. And through that, actually speaking to someone, they kind of started pulling things out of me, started unlocking, saying, I can see you do this. I've, I've raised up business owners. I've raised up employees. I've raised up X, Y, and Z. I see something inside of you. I would love to help you get your business started. And I would love for you to represent me. Um, I'm looking to run for office actually. And I need some PR work. I need help where to get in the doors. I don't have time to do that, but I know that you know how to maneuver and get make connections, get me indoors that I need to get in. You know how to just make that happen and place me where I need to be. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I do know how to do that. Okay. Um, so that started my journey to entrepreneurship a couple of years ago, just somebody having faith in me, seeing something and being able to pull that out, which was absolutely amazing. Um, and so I started doing that, but along those lines, I started actually consulting with businesses. So different types of businesses from every aspect. So, I mean, I ran, um, an MMA company stepped in and helped them kind of revamp how they do things, putting on the full production to the back end, to creating new relationships, building up sponsorships, doing everything that they need to running a multi-million dollar advertising agency as well. Same thing, business development. We did political lobbying within it, done all sorts of, of things, worked with personal development and business development, um, multimillionaires and billionaires and, and bringing people on stage to, of course, pull out everything that they needed to, to teach people. And what happened is about a year or so ago, I got this pit in my stomach going, there is something missing. There is something that's just not okay with me. I'm speaking these words. I'm speaking, I found my tribe. I'm speaking, this is how you have to to do business. This is how you should run. Here's great personal development, business development, and groups to be in. But I felt like every time that I would speak it, there was just this disdain, this lie that came out of my mouth. And what I found is through the church that I was going to, um, called Awaken Church, and actually our pastors are from Australia, which I love. And we found this, I found within it, we have a marketplace ministry. And so I actually applied to be a part of our program that goes really in depth. That's like a mastermind where you combine faith and business. And that's when I knew, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is the missing component. I'm trying to go against the grain in my life. I'm trying to build these things up, but I'm not doing it with people that are on the same page. I'm not doing it with people that have the same value. I'm not doing it with God but I'm trying to give my life to God. So there's obviously this disconnect. I'm not in convergence. I'm just 
wandering like a lost sheep. I'm like, I'm surrendering, but why don't things seem to be lining up? And so going to this event, I was like, okay, I found my people. I found my place. I found my thing. And it was like, God decided to have a field day with that because it basically meant, all right, God, I'm all in. That means things are going to change. And so as that started to happen, I got into the program. It was a beautiful thing. You know, they pray on it. You've got to submit. You've got to show up on a weekly basis. Like I said, we're diving into both how do you build a business, but how do you also bring that faith side on it? How do you also not become so Christianese where it's too much in your face, but also you're speaking the right language and you also know that you have an edge, that you've got God on your side. So whether you go into a contract, whether you go into a meeting, whether you're fighting for something, you're looking for a new building, you're signing a new thing, you know that we've got something special and that's God and the Holy Spirit on our side. And I was like, that's what I've been missing. (sighs) So they really teach you to step into that and that's where things started to shift and unlock. And you kind of gave a little sneak peek to it, but throughout that, I had two businesses that I was running. I had a public relations firm, which I had started a few years prior. And then I had the business and personal development. Um, And I had two partners in that. And all within a month, the first one, God goes, this hasn't been sitting right for you for months. You've been in torture and torment knowing that you are not speaking your truth. You need to step away from the partnership in business and personal development. We were hosting yearly events. I was doing monthly events. I was doing a private mastermind, running all of this for people that have invested a ton of money. And it was just like, you can't, you can't do this anymore. It's not on the right track. So I'm like, okay, God, there goes, you know, one stream of income as well. There goes, what are people going to think? What am I going to do? But it was as soon as I made the vision inside, there was peace. I'm like, okay, God, I'm trusting you. You'll figure this out. And then the next one, a month later, God goes, shut down your public relations firm. And I'm like, what? That's my source of income. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, I thought you put this on my heart. When we said, we're going to close this other, I'm going to step away from this partnership. You're going to build things. Like you gave me all these visions and ideas for the public relations firm. And he goes, no, no. So I'm sitting on my bed and I'm just reading another Bible verse that someone had given me that he had pulled me to. And it was Psalms 40. So I'm just reading it over and over and over again. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? God, where, like, what's next? And I look up and I have things all around my bedroom. I've got sticky notes now. I've got visions that I've written. I've got my vision card for 2020. But at one of our prayer meetings, I had this card and I had completely forgotten about it. And I had stuck it up there, not even looking at it recently. And it said, I will travel the world speaking to people talking about my faith. And all of a sudden I just start laughing because he goes, that's what you're going to be doing. And that's when unashamed faith came. And so it was just kind of like, here's what you're going to do. Everything that you've walked through, all of your healing, all of the trauma, all of the, the ups and downs, everything that you have worked out in this year is going to now be what you're doing to help other women. So everything that you've gone through since a child, you've now managed to figure it out. Granted, there's still plenty of growth and things that will happen for the rest of my life. Um, but it really just put this drive in this force. And, and truly, that's where God picked the name Unashamed Faith. Originally, it was going to be Unapologetically Me. And I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? But do I have to stay busy, like super, super businessy? And what I found is this perfect middle, again, of working with 
female entrepreneurs, but helping them find their freedom to have unashamed faith while unlocking all of those things inside of them so they can run their business the best way possible. Mm -hmm. And I just love that knowing that if sometimes we're living in this turmoil for our business and it's past traumas, it's ungodly beliefs. It's these agreements that have been spoken over our lives that we feel that we have to live under this pressure that we can't do anymore. And so I walked through so much of breaking all of that off. And I'm like, every single person, even every single woman deserves this freedom. Like it's been bought and paid for by the blood of Jesus Christ. So how do we get it to you? Cause I know what it feels like on the other side and walking through so many dark things. It's one of those where I'm not just standing on a podium saying, well, you can do it. It's going to be okay, sweetie. It's like, no, no living example right here from multiple times of, like I said, suicide attempts, self mutilation, rape, harmful things, um, drugs, living under such oppression to being hospitalized three times in the last three years with meningitis. Like the devil has tried to take me down and I won't let it happen. And so I just was like, all right, God, I'm your vessel. Do what you will with me, but let's help get women free so they can just be who they're meant to be. And I love it. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. I can see you've had a lot of different things happening and um it's so good to see you with a smiling face and you know you're in this new season now and it's all god-led um it's really 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 inspiring so thank you so much for being vulnerable and um sharing that story i'm sure there's some listeners um out there that will be thinking yep totally get that yep relate Mm -hmm. to that yep Yep. (laughs) (laughs) and it's always good sometimes people feel like they can't share that intimate stuff, but that's how we relate. And that's how we can humanize things and go, you know what, this has happened to me. Look at me now because of God. And um, you can have that too. Like you've said, it's so inspiring and refreshing and we appreciate you sharing that with us. So can you share with us now five tips um, on your craft that you'd like to share with our members today? Absolutely. So for me, what I really found through this journey to getting that freedom, to becoming who I am meant to be, um, the first one, and this is probably honestly the hardest one, but it's press in. When your feet are on the fire, when you are at your wit's end, this is when you press in. You press into God. You press into your friends. You do not back away. You do not isolate. You just continue to press in whatever it is. Face it. Even if you're doing it with tears in your eyes and 10% energy, press in. Hardest thing, but at the end, it is all worth it. And that's waking up, still waking up, still showing up to the, to the, to the obligations that you have said that you would be to, I'm just trying to, you know, what does that look like? Right. What does pressing in mean? It means if you said yes to this, staying committed to the things that you said you would show up to, whether that's prayer, a business meeting, something with your family, dinner with a a girlfriend, continue to press in and show up. You never know in those moments when God is going to show up, when he's going to jump in, when breakthrough is going to happen, when that, that is truly when that transformation is going on inside of you. So press in, even when your feet are on the fire, because Jesus is there. (laughs) Okay. So tip number two 
as silly and as basic as this sounds, but we all forget it being women in business, read your Bible. You can't know who God is and you can't know his character unless you read about him, unless you learn how he loves you, unless you're in his word. And for me, when my mind goes racing and I, when the devil tries to get in, when the enemy comes to attack for, for me, it's go back to, to God's word, go back to the root, go back to the anchor, what yeah. that is. And like I said, I've got multiple versions. So I've got my phone. So I have you version that I can always be on very quickly, but I carry my physical Bible with me in my purse all the time. Like it happened at Starbucks this morning. I was with a girlfriend. I'm like, we're going to pull this out and we're going to open it up. And I love the book of Matthew for whatever reason it relates to me constantly. So I was just like, literally petting it. I'm like, I'm just comforted when I'm in the book of Matthew. Cause I feel like I'm being taught something, but also God's like, I love you. We're good, but here's what to do. And here's what not to do. <laughs> so always read your Bible. It help, will help give you direction no matter what. Um, tip number three is to journal. I know there are some women that absolutely love it. And then there's other women that hate it. I used to be, I hate journaling. I have come to find that when we go to our girlfriends too much, we gossip. But when you've got a lot of emotion, when you have a lot of thoughts that are in your head, by journaling and getting that out, it becomes not so chaotic in there. Mm. It becomes a way. And it doesn't matter if it's a happy thought, a sad thought, if you're mad at God with it. I mean, I've literally started journal entries going, God, I am mad at you and I don't know what else to say right now. And it is amazing how it will start to flow and unlock things in you. And by the end, it has turned into declarations. It has turned into gratitude because I've released whatever is being held up and sometimes we can't speak it. So really attempt to journal, even if it's not your thing. And if it is your thing, girl, keep going. Tip number four is seek counsel. So have wise counsel in your life. People that have walked through something similar, business, personal life, um, those, that counsel can be your pastors, leaders in, in your church, um, leaders at your job. Um, if you are a business owner, I always recommend finding a mentor then, um, they can be paid or they can be volunteer, you know, if it's somebody that's close to you, but have someone in there that can speak life into you. Yeah. Someone that can give you a third party, non-object, you know, that, that objective mm. point of view where it's not biased when you go to your girlfriends that are just like, oh, this is frustrating. Oh, this is what I did. Oh, I don't really understand because I haven't built a business or I haven't dealt with that issue with an employee or I don't know what you're walking through, so I can't speak over it and I can't give you goodness. Like, it's great to have your girlfriends that can give you a pat on the back and be there to support you. But if you're really wanting to push forward, have your freedom, build your business, you need to have a mentor um, and that wise counsel around you at all times. Absolutely. And then number five, this one's my favorite and it took me a long time to learn how to do this. Rest. <laughs> and I know some of you might be freaking out right now like I don't have time to rest I don't there's literally no room in my schedule in my life in my calendar um make it I don't I'm literally that blunt person where I don't give an ish you have to make time for that if you do not take care of yourself spiritually emotionally, mentally, physically, you will burn out and you are actually doing yourself, your business, your family, your friends, a disservice. Even if it starts at 
20 minutes a day in your calendar, you're blocking. This is where I'm intentionally just saying, I'm going to sit. I'm going to be still with you, God. I'm going to rest. I'm going to take even a 10 minute bath, anything that you can do, but rest. You have to, you have to, it's the only way that you can actually continue to pour out. Mm. Again, you have to make sure that you're filling up. So I know that was like the hardest thing. Cause I'm like, if I'm not working, if I'm not busy, if I'm not out and about, then I'm failing. So I get it. I've been there. Like I always had to try to make sure I was busy. And what I realized is that I was draining everything that I had and I couldn't show up authentically and real when I actually needed to. So please rest. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing those five points. So just to recap quickly, uh, number one is press in. So press into God, press into your friends and avoid isolation when you're feeling the overwhelm, when you're feeling um, alone or that there's something big going on. Please don't feel like you need to be in isolation. Find that support. Obviously, CWIB community is a great place for you to just shout out and go, girls, this is what's happening. I need you to pray. I need you to um, stand with me. And of course, mm-hmm. we will. Number two is read your Bible. For all of you who know me, you know that I will always say that. (laughs) The opportunity to learn about God and his character is right there. And it's Mm -hmm. for you to grab. Um, Of course, you will always find good counsel in the the big G. Um, Number three is journal when you can. And we now have the perfect journal. I don't have one here right now. But you all know that we now have the perfect journal for you to journal in to God uh, or make it a diary. Uh, But it's all about getting the thoughts out of your mind onto paper. And I can remember a couple of weeks ago, we did have that discussion in the community about getting your worries or your ideas or whatever it is, mainly worries. Um, Mm -hmm. If you've got a problem, writing it down. And I write that down in my journal. I often write, um, when I've had, if I've had God time, usually because I am in my journal, if I've been for my walk in the morning, um, and then how I'm feeling, I actually write down, how am I feeling? Am I feeling tired? Am I feeling excited? Am I feeling peace? I just try and word out how I'm feeling because I've found that I'm quite a closed person, but I'm becoming more open now because I'm Mm -hmm. getting used to expressing how I'm feeling and I'm not keeping it bottled up. No one else might not even see your journal, but it's just about getting it out and getting it out to God. Um, And then I might write out like amazing connections that have happened. I might write Mm -hmm. out something that's big that's happening. Like on the weekend of conference, I just have conference written in there. And then on Monday, it was kind of like analyzing day of how I'm feeling, what's been happening. Um, If I've got bitterness towards someone or something, I'll get it out in there as well. Mm -hmm. And it's having that opportunity to literally just get it out of your mind, give it out somewhere where you're not going to be judged and um, having the freedom and permission to do that. So it is important. It doesn't mean that you have to say dear diary every day. It's completely (laughs) up to you how you work that journal. And it is powerful to go back over and read and go gosh look how far I've come or look what's happened there or wow we're at another year of conference Mm -hmm. um yeah it's good and then number four seek counsel having wise counsel in your life seek great people to be around don't be around average people find great amazing inspiring people 
to be around that are going to fill your cup and um, that you can give back to as well, of mm-hmm. course. But just find that counsel, find that mentor, find who it is that fits you in your life with your season right now that will lift you and, and, and give you that hand to say, come and sit with me. Like, let's chat this out. Let's work this problem out. Um, like Nicole said, you have great friends that will love you no matter what you do, but they don't know what it's like to receive that or not receive that invoice or to have to follow someone up about something really awkward. But business people are going to know what that's like and mm-hmm. give you advice. And then number five, another big thing that I'm a great advocate for, and that is rest. So I'm so glad you shared that with us, Nicole. <laughs> um, we say grace over grind, resting in God. What does it mean? I, and I shared this at conference and we had quite a, a peaceful, silent rest session. And it is just taking yourself away. Um, I mean, there is the different kind of rest of recuperating different parts, but just resting in God is just resting, literally. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm here. I'm not going to be telling you what I want, what I need. I'm just mm-hmm. here. I'm, you can fall to sleep sometimes. You can yeah. just be with God. It's just about having that time. And you'd be amazed at how many things come in your email box that are opportunities when you have that time with God. Like he's not going to let you down. I'm not saying that's going to happen for everyone all the time. But what I'm saying is you being that obedience and being in that rest will just allow God to go, okay, I love spending time with you. Let me show you what I can do when you do that, Mm -hmm. Uh, which is awesome. So thank you so much for sharing all of those today. Can you please share with us now how, I mean, you've shared a little bit already. How do you incorporate God into your business? Uh, he is my silent partner in all honesty. So every, not the small decisions I'm like, God, should I put this color, you know, on this content, but really going, God, who do I need to partner with? Where should I look at pricing some things? Right? Like, cause we undervalue ourselves and it is amazing when you truly want to tune into God, how much he will drop numbers for you. And later on that will play out. It is but I seek him with everything. I, every morning before even going on phone calls, before doing this podcast, I pray, right? I talk to him going, God, use me every time before working with a client or asking to close a deal. I'm like, use your words because you know, the desires of their heart, you know what they need better than I do. Mm -hmm. And I truly am your vessel. So it's, utilizing that in every single way and honoring him as a silent partner and going, okay, God, then you do need to show up and close the deal. Like we're splitting this. This isn't just me. You're here as well. So for him, he is part of my business. He's every aspect of it. I honor him. I thank him when there's problems. It's we sit down and we talk about them, right? Just as if he was here in human form. Um, so I'm constantly, constantly bringing him in on everything. Now, are there certain clients that I don't mention it to, you know, they know obviously how much it is, but then there's other, because I've done consulting for so many years now that there are other people that are not faith-based that I do work with that I'm helping, but they'll know in that where I'm like, then God, give me an opportunity when it's right. When the time is right, Holy spirit, if there's an, an opening that I can help kind of 
facilitate and make sure that my true authentic self shines through within that of knowing that you really are my Lord and Savior, that you helped change my life, that you helped doing something that salvation is for everyone, that we can bring those souls to him. So it's kind of utilizing that. And then also saying, when I need a filter, put a filter on my mouth. When I need to just <laughs> chill out. When I need to please, stop. <laughs> please do that. Right. You again, yeah. you know better than I do sometimes and just need to go zip it Nick <laughs> and let that go but he's yeah all day every day he's constantly involved no matter what and and that was the best decision was it made me realize the two businesses that I was doing before I was not partnering with him and that did have an impact it had an impact on how I felt it had an impact on the people that I worked with and it had an impact on my finances yeah and so that was huge to say I'm actually choosing to partner with you, God, stepping into this has made a world of difference. I'm not trying to do it on my own because Lord knows I can't. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. And can you please share with us your Bible verse for this season and why? Yeah. So this season, starting really at the beginning of the year, was actually John 3.30. And I like the, the NIV version. So he must become greater. I must become less. So there was a lot of things that I did in 2019 that were phenomenal, but going into 2020, I wanted intention and I wanted God to lead the way. So I had to say less of me and more of him. Yeah. I love that. It's, um, it's the little secret ones that suddenly pop out to you that mm -hmm. are simple yet have huge weight and huge power yeah. Um, that make you go, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And that sounds not, like one of those. Not one of these 316 and yeah, everybody else's. And I've got the Psalms 46.5. That is absolutely one of my favorites. God is within her. She will not fall. But it is. It's kind of, that's the everyday. So for this season, it's like, God, you, I'm done. I'm backing yeah. off. Got to be greater <laughs> of you in my life. <laughs> Can you share with us where our listeners can find you? Yeah, absolutely. So my favorite spot to hang out on most of the time is on Instagram. So you can find me there. My uh, name is at I am underscore Nick, N-I-K, Marie, M-A-R-I-E. So that is probably the easiest. Facebook, it's pretty simple as well. Same, N-I-K, Marie. <laughs> Keep it, keep it straight across the board. Yeah, that's right. And we do have Nick's details that will be put in the show notes after as well. So if you just want a quick link, um, they'll be in there. Thank you so, so much for coming and sharing your story, for being vulnerable, for sharing a little bit of your life. Um, it's already very powerful. and I can't wait to see where God takes you next. Yes. Thank you. I'm so honored to be here. I hope um, the ladies got a nugget or two or something, but thank you so much for your time, for your energy, for everything. I truly appreciate it. So I'm excited to see what God does next. Absolutely. You're listening to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. We'll catch you next time. The Christian Women in Business podcast is sponsored by Performance PA, virtual business assistant. Virtual PA lets you focus on what you do best in your business and you can let Performance PA take care of the rest.